If a 10-pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. Oh, and uh, like promised, we both got our holiday packs from Rick at the Filthy Bean. Yes. The Filthy Bean in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> and uh, we're opening yours today. Oh, cool. Because he actually sent it in a package, in a gift wrap package. Yeah, it looked really nice. Yeah, it is very cool, and that's yeah. why he sends it to you. Yeah. So if you order them, they're really cool presents. So yeah, really I good suggest you get online and look up the Filthy Bean. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, the Holiday Filthy Bean Pack 1, Sumatra, uh, Sumatra Blend, oh, that's which is good. a South African uh, blend of, mm-hmm. um, of coffee, which is very good. I've had it before, not Rick's, not the Filthy Beans. Yeah, we didn't try everything there. No, no, but this is very, very good yeah. from the ones that I've had before. Uh huh. They have an Ecuador blend. Which okay, is yeah, South be, American. Yeah, it's not or, spiced up. Or, I guess, Central up. American. Central Ecuador, American, Equator. yeah. The, the ground is so fertile there that it uh, provides a very spicy flavor. Uh-huh, yeah. But they don't add anything. This is just the beans ground. Yeah. And there you go. And this is supposed to be one of the best ones around. The Ecuador blend is supposed to be phenomenal. Mm. And this is so good that they suggest you just using simple syrup in it if you want any sweetener. Just a dash of simple syrup yeah. and, you know, and mix it up really well. And they say it will be the best tasting cup of coffee you've ever had in your life. Wow. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to have to, like, trade off. You give me a little of yours, I'll give True. you a little yeah. of mine. Yeah. So. Homegrown in Honduras. Oh, yeah. I've had some good Honduran coffee. Yeah, they do some neat stuff there. The uh, He actually, you know, has his own um, place there that makes it for uh-huh. him. And they do some stuff. They uh, they take and um, compost different materials to come up with this uh, fertile gla- uh, ground. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that produces this really good, high-quality Honduran coffee. Nice. Nice. And the next one, this is just gimmicky. This is his, what he said was his take on Starbucks. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, this is chocolatey mint brownie. Oh, cool. He said it's very good, but it's yeah. flavored. It's, you know. Yeah, I, those I tend to always sweeten. You don't really get the, the full yeah, impact of the flavor like, unless you sweeten it. You almost want hot chocolate. Like maybe yeah. Christmas morning or something, you want yeah. some of this. Uh-huh. So, and then the other one um, is cocoa. Cinnamon and clove. He said that oh. this is really exotic. The first yeah. cup you're not going to like that well. He said the second cup you're going to like better. The third cup you're going to be addicted. Yeah, I can see the clove being maybe a little off-putting, but that would work really well. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. overpowering what he said. It's just a hint. I used to smoke those uh, clove cigarettes that were popular back in the <laughs> you 70s. You were one of those, 80s. huh? <laughs> yeah, because they looked like a joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they left a sweet taste on your life. I remember the clove all, oil. The, all the mods <laughs> smoked the cloves. Yes. Yeah, all the uh, punkers and mods and uh-huh. fucking goss, they all smoked cloves because they were different. <laughs> and then they, they started banning them in bars and clubs. Yeah, they because, did because people hated the smell. And, and one another reason I heard was people were just rolling joints with cloves in them 
<laughs> and then they go there and smoke their joint, and people think it was just one of those clove cigarettes because you couldn't tell the difference. You couldn't really tell the difference. No, yeah, that's right. They looked hand rolled. You know, the that's probably more of it. I thought is because <laughs> so you can sit there and get stoned out of your mind and on your your clove joints, and everyone's just like, oh, all I smell is clove. <laughs> yeah, they're smoking cloves. Look, yeah. that's a clove. But I found that the clove cigarettes gave me a headache pretty quick. That was the biggest complaint I heard yeah. about cloves. I, I'd rather eat and drink clove than smoke it. Yes. <laughs> you know? Well, this coffee, this uh, cocoa, cinnamon, and clove, is supposed to be insanely good. So I suggest you guys get this pack number one, and then we'll examine pack number two. I told you when you open the I box, have not, it I have not really opened good. it yet. I have. I have not had time. Yeah. I haven't opened mine yet, so I don't know what's in it. So anyhow, cool. um, yeah. Well, anyhow, a filthy bean mug. Uh-huh. This is a high-quality mug. It's feel nice, that. yeah. Feel how engraved that is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting cool. that through the dishwasher. No, Hand-washing I mean, that thing. Look at that bean on it, too. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Uh-huh. That is, I love a bean. It is the highest-quality mug I've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really nice. And some Swedish coffee candy. Oh, cool. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know what the... The texture's different. It tastes really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, this is like some of their highest quality candy. And the Swiss are known for chocolates and candy. Yeah. Oh, so he uh, he got this specifically from a coffee company or a candy company uh-huh. that he, he knows over there that he's done business with before. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning that, that big manufacturers can make small runs for I think that's exclusive exactly, clients. That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, here, so it? he goes to a big candy manufacturer and say, you know, here's the ingredients, here's how I want it to be, here's how I want it to look, and they just make a small run just for him. And Yeah. You know, that, See, that makes so much more Rick sense so than everyone ma- having to go buy their own manufacturing company. <laughs> yeah, he's so meticulous about quality and everything being perfect. Yeah. Like the, the terrarium setting that he has. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do all that. No. Yeah, he did it because... Because he, you know, that's his passion. Yeah. And, he, you know, you can maintain it. He knows how to maintain it. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of work to yeah. maintain all those plants. Hey, I can look, never grow a plant. Look at those guys over there eating Doritos. All this fucking fine hors d'oeuvres here. <laughs> and they're eating Doritos. They must have brought them with them. And what are they going to do now? <laughs> drink PBRs? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is nobody's batting an eye. Uh-huh. They're just like, eh, okay. Yeah. Eating Doritos. I yeah. don't know. I find it a little odd that you're in a high class place like yeah. this on top of the top of Kansas City and they're eating Doritos. Well, did you see that girl over there who's got pajama pants on? Where? Right over there. <laughs> it's just pajama pants. <laughs> I mean back in the day to get in here you had to look, be dressed nice. Look, 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 she's getting ready to pick her nose. Oh, God. oh, I knew it. I knew it because she's like going around the edges like she was like uh-huh. just scratching her nose. Oh, my God. She's going to pick her butt next. How the fuck did she get in here? I, I don't know. This was so hard to get into. Yeah, yeah it used to be, but I don't I know. know. Money is money. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. Anyhow, well. People okay. are a lot more permissive, I guess. I'm about ready to go over there and ask them for some fucking Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then they got that salmon dip over there that everybody seems to love. Yeah, yeah. I developed a salmon allergy late in life, so. I developed any type of seafood allergy and ate it, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, but everyone loves that salmon dip. It's a yeah. very different color, though. It's kind of, what would you call it? 
almost kind of like an off cream color. Yeah, you expect salmon to be that nice orangey, yeah. you know, pinkish orange, but this is this is a well, lot someone more. Someone said it, they put some type of cheese in it, and it oh, gives it that color. Yeah. I don't know what kind of cheese it is. There's a lot, probably some sort of whitish cheese. And let's face it, the waiters here. And the waitresses, they're not going to talk to you. I mean, they're not going to tell you what's in it. They don't care. Yeah. Look, I mean, they don't even want to be here. Look at them. Like, <laughs> so, anyhow. They're all actors anyway. They're just doing this till you get their big break. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we went with the um, the um, word of the year is yeah. uh, goblin, goblin mode. mode. Yeah. yeah. So, the le- the two words that were runners up were. In the Oxford languages, incorporated a public vote, and that's how come Goblin Mode got number one. But the uh, it beat out number two was Metaverse. Oh wow! And for obvious reasons, because of dumb dumbass Zuckerberg and his old yeah failure. But I guess that's a trademarked word, so that probably shouldn't be number one. And then the next one is hashtag I stand with. Oh. If you think about it, you've seen it on a lot of stuff. I've like, seen that, yeah. I saw like, that uh, a lot. I stand with Ukraine. Yes. That was a big one. I stand with BLM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, then any... Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, um, anyhow, 93% of 300,000 people that voted went... With Goblin Mode. Wow. That was an overwhelming favorite then. Yes, it was. Mm. And I Stand With really started getting its uh, really notoriety from Ukraine. Yeah. But there have been other stuff, too, that had it before. So, and then the runner-ups were Fully Vax, Vax, and Non-Vax. Uh, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's interesting, uh, we were talking about vaccines, and, and we were talking earlier about, you know, off before we started the show, we were talking about some, some COVID things. Um, I watched a, a show recently called uh, The Hot Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like six episodes uh-huh. long, and it was about the 1989 outbreak of Ebola in Reston, Virginia. Oh, wow. And it wound up, you know, this strain of Ebola being called Ebola Reston because it's so different. But uh, it was an interesting and fascinating show. Um, In 1989, everyone was worried about AIDS, but you said Ebola, and everyone was like, huh, what's that? And most people, if they looked it up, would say, oh, it's a river in Africa. (laughs) And nobody really knew about the disease, you know, Ebola Zaire, which, you know, had the 90% fatality rate. Yeah, because you bled out of every... You just bled out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you'd stand there and just blood would start coming out of you. Yeah, it's horrible, horrible killer. Um, but it, it comes out of the jungle and infects humans for a while, and then it disappears. Yeah. Um, and then it, it always comes back. It, it, it lives in the monkey population. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was... I, I vaguely remember... The uh, the situation happening and the, the term Ebola Reston, but this really painted the picture of how it started with infected monkeys that came in, um, 
and started dying in this uh, facility that that uh, supplied uh, testing facilities, and uh, they were just you know right on the urge of uh, right on the verge of a major outbreak because nobody would take it seriously because nobody knew what the hell it was. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the fascinating things in the show well, was well, let's face it, AIDS just kind of took everything by storm back then. Yeah, yeah, that's all anybody was worrying about. Yeah, but. Um, the interesting thing at the end of the show that they they said they showed was that the monkeys had come in from the Philippines the infected monkeys Mm -hmm. but Ebola only comes from Africa that is very interesting so they they were having to they were going to have to go to the Philippines and find out where they got the monkeys and then backtrack and backtrack and backtrack and you know losing time all every step of the way because monkeys are not native to the Philippines not these monkeys. Well, these type of monkeys weren't right. And plus, Ebola only only breaks out in Africa. That's the only place it ever. So it's got to be something about. So they could. It had to have been monkeys that were trapped in Africa, made it to the Philippines, and then were sold to yeah. the U.S. You know, somewhere along the supply chain, these monkeys originated in Africa, but they got handled. Over and over and over along the way. Exactly. So how many people are exposed? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. I want to look up more about the uh, the outbreak in 1989, but it was just barely contained. I mean, it mm. was it was it was pretty close. Hey, look, the bartender's one giving out the Doritos. Oh, cool. I guess instead of, like, tortilla chips, they have just I, uh, Doritos. Yeah, it's kind of like the common folk snack. Yeah. It's like, all right, hey, you a commoner here. <laughs> Pretty cool. Okay. I just an ordinary guy. I <laughs> eat me I some did, Doritos. I just likes me some Doritos. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm, Doritos are good. And them, Doritos, them Doritos with mustard. <laughs> um, I got some uh, invisible ass paddlings. Oh. Good. We need some in, yeah. some of those. Yes, we do. We've been we've been a little lax on the ass paddling. We have been. And, and I need to step up my paddling game. I know this. <laughs> so therefore, this is my this is my paddling. Yeah, game. this is my apology to America for not having ass paddling. It's more common, and I promise. And, and more horrible inventions are coming up too. Oh yeah. Like and Mister Creepy is being perfected. Believe it or not. Ooh. Mr. Creepy is being perfected. We're polishing even, that turd. Yeah, even though I did get kicked off of a voice-changing site uh, yesterday uh, for inappropriate <laughs> content. They don't care about free speech. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> nope. As soon as I come out with that, and I was redoing the uh, uh, mullets, uh, you know, the uh, action figures and the free oh, mullets. Yeah, uh-huh. I was redoing that in a different voice, and next thing I know, I get a... And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And it was like a priority email, Gmail. Uh, and it said, you have used inappropriate language. You're no longer welcome on our site. Oh, gosh. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm the only guy. They don't know what's going on a pat- podcast or nothing. They're it, censoring what you can yeah, and cannot yeah. say yeah, through so, their software. And I didn't even download it. It was just a platform that I used right off of my computer. Yeah, see, and, that's why we need to get something you actually download and own. Yes. That doesn't limit or filter or make you buy yeah. licences. What or, we got to do is we bought a, we got to both get together and look this stuff up and go through it, fine-tune it, yeah. and find out what we can use and what we can't use because we do want to expand what we do. 
I know there's skits like, you know, hey, this is Satan and, you know, and uh, insults from an alien and stuff like that. There's some features there that are pretty cool. Yeah. But we can do much better, but we got to find the right equipment. Yeah. We gotta entertain the snot out of you people, and it doesn't just yeah. materialize then, out of thin air. And, and we like work on, hard at this shit. <laughs> uh, the very la- the very last podcast I spoke about this radio guy that I know that I've uh-huh. known a long time, really nice guy, been in radio as long as I've known him. The stuff that he uses, we can't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have it licensed to you, and it's got to be through a. Um, communications company or a media company so we can't have it yeah so i gotta find something else he had no idea proprietary software that it's only for use within the industry not to people outside the industry software yeah so when i suggested that to him he was like i don't know what you can use he said because my stuff is specific to me yeah and i can't let you use it because they'll lose his access well yeah and he can't like burn a copy and give it to me yeah, it's just, it doesn't operate like no, that yeah no, no. so we got to find something comparable because uh, as you noticed I paid some voice guys to do some different you know mm-hmm. like uh, toxic masculinity and uh, yeah. <laughs> what a 10 pound bag of shit sounds like and stuff mm-hmm. like that so um, but I know that there is proprietary software or other software that's not proprietary that we can change our voices with and make our stuff sound better. Yeah, yeah. Because how many times can I go, this is a bowl of fucking shit cakes. <laughs> it's me saying it. Yeah, and then we got to start hiring random people to say it for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Like, but the, yeah, the, the, the voice equivalent of a punch in the nuts, you know? Uh-huh. It, it, me saying it is not the same as some deep voice guy saying it or a chick saying it. But anyhow, what were you yeah. saying? I'm sorry. Um... Uh, a while back, we talked about rent-seeking behavior, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the software qualifies as that. It does. Yes, they, you have to make the continual payment yes. in order to operate it, use it, not have the restrictions, etc. You never really own it. It's like you know, Apple phones. You never really own them because you the can't pro- take the battery or the memory the out. The proprietary software I uh-huh. spoke of is like that. They have to pay rent on it every month to have it. Yeah. So then the, the software could be the kind where you just download it and it's yours. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but they but don't want to do that. And no. especially with media companies. They know they have the money yeah. and they know they need it. And some of them will say, well, you know, in order to have the full featured software, it wouldn't fit on your phone. Bullshit. There are massive memory cards available for phones. Yes. Phones have some pretty fast processors. And if your software needs such massive processing power, then the code isn't very well written now, is it? Nope. <laughs> so, then, yeah, that's just a bullshit. But they, they could make it available, but they'd rather, they'd rather have their continual hooks in you so they can keep sending you ads. Yes. If you can just buy it and walk away, then... They lost a shit ton of money yeah, that they could yeah. have had residual money the, coming in. The initial purchase from from the seller's side, the initial purchase is just the beginning. You know, to us, it's the end. Oh, mm-hmm. we buy it. Now I take it home and I use it. To them, it's like, no, this is just the beginning. You know, you, we have a lifelong partnership now. I'm going to send you emails and texts and, and pop-up ads, and then every month you're going to pay the little tax and the, yep. the little rent fee. And, yeah. 
And then in six months, we're going to say, well, here's an upgrade, and the features really, really work better but if you pay for the you upgrade. you can't just and, have it. <laughs> yes. you got to pay for it. Yeah. So they want a continuing you know relationship on every single sale. I just expanded my ass paddlings okay. to proprietary software. Yeah, there we go. They get, they're number one on the ass paddling list. Yep. And the and the number one goes to number two, and uh, the number two is Cass County, Missouri Jail, oh. for losing those two federal inmates, man, for murder and drug uh, smuggling. Yeah, you know when they say Just, we lost them, what it means is somebody got paid to let them out. Bingo. And they're covering it by saying lost. They they'd rather have themselves look at as inept and incompetent than mm-hmm. crooked. Yes. Because if they're incompetent, then it goes all goes away. Mm-hmm. If they come out as crooked, then something's going to have to happen. Exactly. So they're, oh, so, gee, so they're we, we don't know them. what happened. They just disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, somebody got paid off big time, or several yeah. somebody's got paid off big time. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, that's uh, bullshit. It is. So, number then, three on uh-huh. the invisible... Oh. Okay, to some of you that may have not uh, um, listened to our podcast before. Oh, they don't know about the ass paddling. Yeah, you're invisible for a day. Yes. But during this day, do you do anything productive? No. No. No, no, no. You ass paddle people that need it because they can't see you. Yes. And they can't stop you if they can't see you. Yes. So, um, uh, so like, okay, one day Christopher has the paddle. We're both invisible. Yeah. So I hold the people down and he paddles them. And the next time around, he holds him down, and I ask him. Yeah. And after five people, you know, you become visible again. So you get five people to yeah. ass paddle. Well, I got it. I got this is about three months worth of ass paddlings because so, yeah, we so done we can it. have so, a lot more. Yeah, so we have more. Yeah. But it's usually your top five ass paddlings for that month or yeah. something like that. But yeah. since we neglected it for about three months, here you go, some extra ass paddlings. So we can look at this as you know a suggested list of people you may want to paddle. Yeah, yeah. So or we if you so you may pick from this list the five yeah. people for this day. You know, <laughs> or if we finally get our wish and we are invisible for a day. This is the ones we're going for right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we'll burn through that list. A lot we'll... of people got it. I mean, you know, like fucking Zuckerberg did. Yeah, he's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Trump. Fauci, Trump, everybody. I yeah. mean, a lot of people. Biden, everybody got it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the list of people that got it is just enormous. Yeah. Skip yeah, Bayless. So, yeah, Skip Bayless, was. <laughs> he was our first one. I think he? so, yeah. He's like the founding member. Yeah, Skip Bayless is in the Hall of Fame. That little twerp needs to have his ass paddled yeah. every single yep. day. Yep. Oh, he's bare ass too. Yes. He his little white ass is sticking up in the air, and he um let's see he joyfully accepts it. Yeah. He has his head turned around, smiling. Big grin on his face. Yeah. Please give me more. Yeah. Please, please. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah, and his little white ass is just completely red from yeah. soreness and and hurt and you pain. Gotta, you might want to stand back because he's going to have a happy ending, and he's going to yeah. s- yeah. splash on you. So. His little ass cheeks are fucking like kind of vibrating, yeah. or um, yeah, yeah, from excitement. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, number three. Now <laughs> I got I got movies up a little bit um, because number one was changed to proprietary proprietary software. There we go. Number three now is Ticketmaster. Yes. 
Ticketmaster, they're in the Hall of Fame. Let's just go yes. ahead and fast track them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ticketmaster for anything you can think of. Their latest thing is what rich. dynamic pricing. Yes. That's the, as the tickets start to sell, the price starts to go up. Yeah. They are the government, <laughs> only a private organization. Yes. They are the government with the way they find creative ways they find to get yeah. in your pocket. Oh, you want this? Oh, it's going to cost you more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you really want this? Well, it's going to cost you a lot more. Yeah. Well, number three would, or number four would be Taylor Swift. Yeah. For uh, all kinds needs, of reasons. She seriously needs to just go away. Yeah. I mean, just from her, her looks. She's just a caricature to, of herself. Anymore. Yeah, her fucking songs she's everything her about her stupid is ass music or pre-written hits it's it's everything. so artificial and pre-formed and pre-manufactured and thought out and arranged and there's not one real moment in her life since she was probably 12 you know yeah it's yep. just fake on display she's this manufactured fucking chick with a lot of makeup on and barely wearing anything and one hell of a role model for your girls and you know a a guy like me you know here i am i'm 61 i've always been into age appropriate women Mm -hmm. so a person like taylor swift holds no sexual appeal for me i don't think she's attractive nothing you know there's nothing she could wear there's no pose she could make that would make me find her attractive or desirable in any way you know all of that i aim at my wife you know yeah (laughs) so taylor swift ain't got nothing i want same as far here. as you know, physical I look appearance. At Taylor Swift the she's same way. Got a, she better have some talent and some good ass songs, because the physical appearance that doesn't do a thing for me. Yeah, don't no, care. Same here. She she reminds me of a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. That's it. A plastic bag. Yeah. Um, number six, or no, 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 no. Number five, Nikki Six. For mm. all of our, I call bullshit. Yeah, for his which we're going to go Mars. into next, the I call bullshit segment. Yeah, awesome, you get another awesome. one. So, yeah, the Mick Mars thing and everything else, the Vince Neil firing, and him just being the person he swore he would never be and always made fun of. Yeah. Like I said, the musical Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern is that little bitch that he used to make fun of now. Yeah, he really is. You know, all the people that he used to fucking ridicule and point a finger at, and he'll never be like that. He's, he's probably the worst little pussy ever. He's so in love with the life he's living that he'll do do anything and say anything to keep it. Yes. That's what Stern has turned into. Yeah, and that's what Nikki Six has turned into. Yeah. And I don't respect either one of them at all because they're the people they used to make fun of and ridicule and say they would never be. Yeah. So, number six, the stomach flu with muscle relaxers. (laughs) That probably should have been number one. Listen to two podcasts ago. You'll get it. Yeah. (laughs) He was the mouth that roared. Yes. Yes. That, that or the right mouth there, that poured. Yeah, the mouth that poured. That probably should have been number one. But yeah. eh, okay, fuck it. You know what? It is what it is, right? Yeah. Yep. Number seven, Tony Romo. <sighs> yes, I'm so. He's so... in the Hall of Fame, and so's the muscle relaxers and the stomach flu. Yeah. Stomach flu and muscle relaxers. The day after it happened, they were in the Hall of Fame already. <laughs> I, we just didn't get a chance to announce it on the podcast. 
every time we hear Tony Romo speak, my wife says, oh, is that that guy who sounds like he's gargling somebody's balls when he talks? He is gargling someone's <laughs> balls when he talks. That's just so awesome. That is funny. <laughs> and remember... Cindy saying that, too, is even funnier. Yeah. Remember that Tony Romo is the guy who was stupid enough to date Jessica Simpson. <laughs> There, That's it right there. There are billions of people on this planet who are smart enough to never go near that sack of trash. But he dated her. He was not one of them. No. No. <laughs> Number eight, I think you're going to really agree with this, too. Well, you agreed with every one of them anyhow, yeah, but, yeah. you know. Number eight is peppermint flavor anything. Yeah. Just so oh, overdone. I mean, it needs... That needs its ass paddled for like three hours straight. It's like pumpkin spice. And now everything is peppermint. Yeah, I know. Gosh. You know, peppermint shoe polish. Oh, except for Rick's peppermint. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's okay. So, Rick, not Rick. Not, uh, not the <laughs> filthy bean. Look up the filthy bean online. Peppermint iPhone covers. <laughs> yes, peppermint Pe- everything. Peppermint... Pepper- Peppermint windshield wiper fluid. Mm. <laughs> peppermint hubcaps. At, at this time of year, if it says peppermint and has a picture of snow on it, people will buy it. They don't care what it is. They'll buy it and they'll try to peppermint cram it in their mouth. Peppermint fuel mouths. injection cleaner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Um, peppermint um, ice cubes. Why not? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peppermint Pepper- hypodermic needles. Oh, yes. Yeah. Peppermint fentanyl. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs> Man, that's that's something we're going to have to get into. Is uh, Somebody explain this to me segment about fentanyl. I, I'm, I'm always the guy that said, I want more fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> Put as much as you can in it. Let's get rid of some fucking idiots. Well, yeah, I saw this this thing the other day about this group of parents who's, you know, they were parents of children who died uh, when they took a drug that had fentanyl in it. They weren't trying to take fentanyl, they were, but the drug had fentanyl mixed in it. Yep. And I'm thinking, who the hell is mixing fentanyl in all this stuff when you can sell fentanyl as fentanyl? It's I, like, I know. I, yeah. It's like, well, it's here's some cheap low grade marijuana. I'll put some great cocaine in it to cut it. No. You want that's to, not what you do. I, I know. I know. It's the other here way is, around. Here is the official explanation because I looked it up. Please. Because I wondered why. I'm like, why don't they just sell fentanyl instead of mixing it in this shit? Yeah. Because it's a sleeping agent. You know? Oh, all it would do is put you to sleep? Well. Yeah, it can so, really put you to sleep. Yeah, I mean, so they you take too much. So they mix it in as a as a additional effect of the drug you're oh, taking. Oh no, it cuts the it, it's cheaper. Yeah, and it cuts the uh, um, it cuts the drug down to where it doesn't cost as much. Okay, so fentanyl is cheap. Yes, Dirt but cheap. here's the deal: mm. if you put too much in it, it will kill somebody. Oh yeah. Like, do you think drug dealers give a fuck about nah, that? Hell yeah. no. That guy dies. I'll find someone else to buy it. Who yeah, cares? they they don't they don't share notes on how much each person has no. cut it in the supply chain. They're just and like, what hey, they uh, used. hey, there's a tube back there full of fentanyl. Will you bring it here? I'm yep. starting to cut some of this fucking cocaine. Yep. Okay, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's no precise. No, <laughs> no. Number nine, Black Friday, or anybody that partakes in it. Yes. 
and, and anymore it's not really a thing. They're trying to prop it up as a thing because it's a great advertising slogan. Mm-hmm. But I think that it is no longer a real thing. I think it, within five years, it will, you know, the people at, who are working retail on that Friday will think, it's just another day. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they're going to still, they're going to still build it up as some big deal because it sells. Yeah. But the whole concept of Black Friday, yeah, paddle the snot out of that thing's ass. No, fuck yeah. I mean, that could go to the Hall of Fame too, but fuck it, I'm just like, mm. let's just move on from there because that whole thing just sucks balls. Yeah. Number 10, Russell Wilson. Yes. He seriously needs to give a lot of money back. Yes. (laughs) Another guy that's given a lot of money back, not because he wants to, but number 11 would be Kanye West. He's getting ready to give a lot of money back. Yeah, he is. Yep. Gosh, he just can't keep his foot out of his mouth. Oh, no. He just really can't. Oh, he's such an idiot. And, you know, for some reason, my Facebook feed has suddenly started getting uh, multiple posts that are favorable to Kanye West. Really? Yeah. I mean, apparently my phone has been listening and doesn't get the I, doesn't get the fact that I don't like him and don't respect him as a musician. But who would be paying for a favorable one of him? It's like from Kanye West fan groups or fan sites or something, and... You know, probably most of them are just Facebook fronts that his people are running yeah, to try to make right, him look yeah, more popular. Yeah. But Trying it's like, you know, garner, it'll have uh, some, some cool-sounding name and a cool-sounding profile, cool-looking profile picture, and supposedly it's got, you know, this many thousands of followers, but all of that can be faked mm-hmm. very easily. And it's I think it's a publicity or a promotional blitz by Kanye West's Organization, Probably so. And the fact that it, we mention him, and my phone listens to everything that goes on around it. Oh, mine will be there, know, too. It, that's yeah. why I'm getting things popping up. Oh, you're interested in Kanye West? So. Yeah. So I've just been, you know, clicking on all of them. And you it's know. all done with biorhythm and algorithm and all of that. Yeah, because we've been what measured and quantified within yes. an inch of our existence. Yep. Yeah. Um, the next one, cryptocurrency. Yes. Because that got many of people, many of prominent affluent people. Mm-hmm. Cryptocurrency, actually, cryptocurrency is an ass paddler. Yeah. And it's paddling Tom Brady and all these other fucks. Mm-hmm. It's paddling the shit out of them right now. And, you know, maybe there it's is something... It's bare-ass paddling Tom Brady right now. Maybe there is something there in cryptocurrency that is actually... You know, a good idea and a good concept, but obviously it is so ripe for exploitation and graft and theft um, it, that... It is a great idea because more and more people are leaning towards not a, proper, a proprietary system of any country. Uh-huh. They want something that's just recognized around the world. They yeah. want something that can not be have to be converted, but is already there. And not something it. physical that you have to ship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, but still, it only has value as long as people think it does. But the problem there is, is no in intrinsic this, value to it. In air quotations again, mining and all that uh-huh. is bullshit. Uh huh. You can talk for days and days about oh, it's you know all these 
calculations and stuff it makes it you know guarantee or this certainty it's like no there's it's, not some guy with a light on his fucking helmet in a fucking pit mining yeah. this shit out no no and and the fact is if public opinion decides they don't give a shit about your your mining or whatever right now nobody gives a shit about it yeah then it doesn't have any value you no. can you can bring out all the computers and and all the the deep mining and and logarithms and algorithms and if the general public says I don't buy it I don't believe in it there have been it's many still a, yeah been then many it just has ideas, no value yeah. yeah you can't force somebody to accept your idea of what has value yeah doesn't you, work if you could talk someone into a rock that you buy that you found by the side of the road to mm-hmm. pay in a hundred thousand dollars for it that rock is worth a hundred thousand dollars yeah because you convinced someone to buy it yeah. It's like these old cards that they used to have in the back of the Johnson Smith catalog. You want to become a millionaire? Send a dollar to this address. Uh-huh. Send a dollar to it and say, do what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A million people send a dollar. He's a millionaire. And, and the evidence is right there in front of us. You can look at anything out there that's available for sale. It's not priced at what is a fair markup over production cost. Uh-huh. It's priced at what somebody's willing to pay for it. Yes. It's just you like... You can have uh, something that, that, you know, like the beers at the stadium is a perfect example. They're worth $12 because people will spend $12 yes. on it. But if you took that bottom of the fucking barrel stuff, that, and it is bottom of the barrel. It is. It is. It's the crap at the very bottom, and they send it to the stadium. It's, it's the stuff that barely passes quality control at the brewery. That's yeah. what they mire mark for stadium kegs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's an example. If you're in the stadium and the cost of beer is twelve bucks, and you really want a beer, then that is worth twelve dollars to you at that moment. Yes. So there's the evidence that things don't have a fixed certain value. They're worth whatever someone wants them to be worth at that time. Exactly. And you, know, if I'm your only market, and you're trying to sell like, you know, convertible tops for your car. I don't want one. Yeah. And if I'm your only market, you're going to go out of business. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. No, that's pretty much it. As with, with cryptocurrency, if you've got a boatload of cryptocurrency and you say, I want to buy your car with this, and the, the person with the car says, eh uh-uh. No, I don't it's like worth, it. And, I don't believe it. Yeah, it's, it's worth gonna... nothing to me. I don't, I don't want it. And but I, but it has this look at these these printouts and look at these graphs and and, yeah, and it's like if th- I don't not want every it, place partakes in the cryptocurrency yeah deal. and if I don't want it it doesn't doesn't have any value to me I think Walmart takes it and I think that's really about it because it, it, the big major there's some places that take it because it's fashionable and cool yeah and they like the way people think about their business when they know that they take cryptocurrency they're not doing it because it's actually a yeah. good business move. Well, if you think They're about doing it, it because it's a good PR move. Walmart is not exactly like the tech-savvy place of the world. Okay? No, no. So how do you get in on that market? It's actually pretty smart of them. Yeah. Well, let's accept cryptocurrency. Yeah. Uh, it's no different than if you go to uh, Sam's or Costco and you buy that four ninety nine rotisserie chicken. Uh-huh. They're not making any money off of it. It just gets you in the door. It gets you in the door. That's what they call a loss leader. 
Yes, a loss leader. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's the same thing like uh, cryptocurrency at Walmart. They're completely prepared to lose money at it. Yeah. As a you know, they're they're throwing the dice. They're like, hey, this could work out great. This you know, we could lose some money at it, but yeah. you know, we could lose this amount of money, but it's worth it for the PR. So eh, win win. Well, and here's another thing too. I found this out is this right here. The reason that Costco takes the online orders back, even though they don't sell it at their stores, mm-hmm. is because they figured out that like 60, this is, uh, I think is like 60%. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But I think it's 60% of the people that take back their online orders buy a lot of stuff from the store. Yeah. They wind up spending the money they got Yeah, so they from take this back, back and you really don't have anything to do with it except probably return it to the vendor or whatever or just put it on the shelf or just put it on the shelf and try to sell for half the price Uh but that guy that turned it back in just went and bought three hundred dollars worth of stuff yeah he doesn't walk out the store with that money in his pocket because if it was any different why would they do it yeah so Mm. okay anyhow um the next one oh one more thing about cryptocurrency is so if you lost your ass on it you only lost your ass if you sold it Right yeah, now, you should true. be buying the shit out of it if you believe in it, because it's at an all-time low. Yep. Now's when you buy. Buy low, sell high. Yep. So. That was that was something I, I saw uh, confirmed in a, in a documentary about the uh, Great Depression in 1929, the stock market, you know, big balloon. Mm-hmm. What people were doing was they were taking out personal loans in order to get money to buy stocks. Oh, you were telling me about this the other day. Yeah. And then when the stock would go up, which it was at the time, they felt like they were rich and they started spending money. But you don't get that money until you sell the stock. But they weren't selling the stock. They were spending money, having fun, and then the loan was due. And it was like, oh, shit. We can't pay this loan. Okay, we better sell the stock. And if that happens enough times and enough numbers, then that starts bringing stock prices mm-hmm. down. And then there were people defaulting on the loans, and then the banks were running out of money. And so, yeah. In 08, is all the balloon payments again, too. Yeah. There seems to be a recurring little deal here. Yeah. Right? The but mortgage people spending money back. that they don't have. You know, they think they have the money, and then they spend it. Yep, and then whenever you let mortgages be insured, mm. so the bank wins in every way that goes. When yep. the person loses the house, they get the house back. When they lose the house, they get their insurance payment. So Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs all go under unless you pay them money, which we did, which I don't even know if they pay back. I don't think they even paid it back. I think it's just like, a, yeah. here, we're going to take it's from the American consumer yeah we're going to take from the uh, american citizen or permanent resident or whatever and we're going to give this money to you guys because you guys are a bunch of dumbasses but we need you around yeah chrysler all of them we're the fodder yeah (laughs) so the next one and the last one besides cbs but cbs we can rump in we can lump in with tony romo yeah is the metaverse yeah. The metaverse gets a 10-hour ass paddling, sweaty, <laughs> sweaty ass paddling with a huge guy in a muscle shirt. And ironically, your little avatar there in the metaverse has no ass. There's no. nothing from the waist down. <laughs> oh, it really is an invisible ass paddling then, yes. isn't it? The ass is invisible this time. <laughs> Not the person paddling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a video there you can see watch on YouTube of how the metaverse actually looks. 
It's it's quite an experience. What? Look it up. It's worth it. Christopher showed it to me. I'm sorry, Topher. Topher showed it to me. It was oh god, it's like a, a bad 1990 video game. Oh, it's horrible. This, it's not even 1990. And it's like the the guy narrating the podcast keeps saying, you know, every time something glitches out horribly, he goes. Fifteen billion dollars well spent. <laughs> it God. is fantastic. No matter what else Zuckerberg accomplishes in his life, he's always going to be portrayed as an idiot, just because of the because of the massive blunders. And this yep. is just the biggest yet. <laughs> yep. He's determined to lose every penny he's ever gotten. <laughs> he's he's got such a uh, narcissistic uh, megalomania personality now is yeah like you told me he wears his hair in that hairstyle intentionally because it's the same hairstyle of some roman conqueror mm-hmm. that he admires dude you look like a fucking dildo i know it, Jeez, it, he's oh he's the ugliest piece of shit i've i know i'm cussing like crazy no 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 he looks and... he looks in the mirror and sees <laughs> something completely different he does than yeah. what is uh, i mean don't we all but but seriously, you got to have a little bit of sense of how the people What's around you look. What's scary is, as they say, when you. you look in the mirror, you went ahead and gave yourself about a thirty percent beauty increase. Yeah, <laughs> boy, Damn. that's concerning. Yeah, that's concerning. Damn, if I'm thirty percent worse than this, then whew, my wife better get her eyes checked. No, on second thought, let's just <laughs> no, leave no, no, her no, leave it alone. Yeah, same way with me. She apparently can't leave see very well. Leave a sleeping dog yes. lie. I'm 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 one of the guys. I'm I'm a happy member of the club of guys who married way up, you know, married Same way up from my league. <laughs> I'm, Same I know here. it, and I'm very grateful. However, every day. I suckered her into it. I'm glad I did. <laughs> yes. So anything that keeps my wife with me, I'm happy. But I'm not going to do anything just to <laughs> just rock the boat. Nope, nope, nope. Like get her eyes fixed. <laughs> nope. Same here. <laughs> So we'll keep it like it is. It's like, look, do you really want to start over? No. Yeah. Here I am right here. Okay. <laughs> so, anyhow, stay tuned for I Call Bullshit. someone's on their high horse again it's another episode of i call bullshit bullshit okay let's call some bullshit all right today i call bullshit on the kansas city chiefs and any team that is a perennial winner that says that the reason all these shit teams play so well against them is because it's their Super Bowl. Yeah. Complete fucking lie. And it's so 
fun to believe and you want to believe it, but no, it just doesn't hold up. Is that how come we fumbled two fucking times? It's just an excuse. No, no, it's just an excuse to play like shit because you didn't take this opponent seriously. Uh Uh-huh. I bit into this for a while because I'd heard that for so long by yeah, the supposed I experts. Had too. Uh-huh. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Every team plays up because you're the one. They lost 16 games or 15 games, but they mm. wanted to win that one. They had you penciled in from the first fucking no. Complete bullshit. Yep. The Chiefs played like shit against Denver, and they played like shit against the Texans. Yes. They won them both, but the fact is, is they almost lost each game because they made so many mistakes because they did not take these teams seriously. Absolutely. And and you, any other team that says that, too, because they all say that, that are perennial yeah, winners. they do. And you made the point earlier uh, before the show that at least one of those games should have been a blowout. Yes. It should have been well in hand by halftime and then coast through the, the second game half. The Denver game should have been a blowout because it's 27 to nothing, for God's sakes. Yeah. It's... And, and then this Texan game was even worse. And I and I don't know what everyone sees about the Spagnuolo's defense. Oh, no. No, he's, cons- he's consistently getting worse. It, it seems that the only way the Chiefs can actually cover a pass is to commit a defensive penalty. Yeah. And whether they really are or not, the fact remains they're getting called. Exactly. So that's the bottom line. They're getting called. They need to understand the rules a little bit better. Yeah. So if that's the only way that they can defense these plays, then the coach ain't doing it right. Exactly. And it should not. Every game should not have to come down to heroics from Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes or Juju or somebody. Yeah. Or now it's McKinnon is coming up in the big role and Pacheco is filling in between the lines in yeah. between there. McKinnon is coming up with huge plays now. Uh huh. He darts down that sideline and nobody can get him. He's he's see something else. Yeah. I wish he were you know earlier in his career. I know. Because we probably got a couple of years more at best from yeah. him, and that's probably yeah. about it. But, you know, think about At today. least the layers out. Yeah. That yeah. fucking big steaming fucking dump on wheels. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Mahomes, like that was a man, swing and a miss on a pick with him. So. Yeah, I'm sorry, but man, Patrick Mahomes, probably greatest quarterback ever when it's all said and done, but... He is not a general manager, and you don't ask him who he wants. You tell him who he gets. Let him let him pick like the sixth round pick. Yeah, or the seventh round. Have his input. The number one pick. You know, like you do with Tom Brady. Let him have input. He's that important. But you don't let the sole decision come down to him. Why do you have a general manager then? And think think about how good Texans quarterback looked today. Third string guy who'd spent most of the season on the practice squad. Yeah. The practice yeah. squad. And yeah. he came out there and had a great day against he's the Chiefs He's not Chauncey defense. Purdy, for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's Chauncey, whatever his name was. Yeah. Mills? <laughs> they were, was it yeah, Mills? Mills. They were Chauncey running, Mills. They were running quarterbacks in and out for a while, and they were still carving the Chiefs up. Yeah. So it's not the quarterback actually being overlooked or just having uh-huh. a string of good. Both quarterbacks are fucking manhandling us. And 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 you really think that guy who's been dawdling on the practice squad all year has thinking that today was his Super Bowl? 
No, he was um, nervous as hell using a simplified offense because he's taken no snaps, snaps with the first team, and, and he has a great day. Let it's me put it Chiefs like this. Yeah, yeah. Took a nap. The Chiefs took a nap on him. Yeah. Okay. Quarterbacks are not like that. Like, you might find a good running back like that that just yeah. kind of sat on the practice squad but never really got a chance mm-hmm. because they're behind, uh, you know, like a Taylor or who's the guy uh, from uh, Minnesota? Cook. Cook, yeah. Um, uh, it, okay. Or even Travis Henry, even though, I mean, he's got the numbers. He doesn't mm-hmm. have really the wins, but he has the numbers. So let's say... Those guys are on there, okay? So you can find those guys. Like Damian Williams a couple of years ago when we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. That guy was an unsung hero and just fucking brought it, okay? Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks are not like that. No. You don't get a fucking um, practice squad guy to come in and all of a sudden catch fire. Yeah. Now, there are some that come in and do a reasonably good job that they didn't think was that good, and that would have been like, uh, what's his name in Tennessee? Uh, Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Tannehill didn't look so good in Miami, but he looks like maybe a glorified Alex Smith in uh, Tennessee in the right system. But he's no fucking, uh, he's not a Mahomes or a Brady or yeah. uh, or even a, uh, um, um, the guy from uh, the Chargers, uh, Herbert, uh-huh. or, uh, or a, um, or a Josh Rowe. Allen. Or, yeah, I mean... Well, you, I remember earlier this year. You don't get those year, guys just like showing up on a practice squad for three or four years. Earlier this year, when when uh, Smith Schuster and uh, Valdez Gantling were playing, mm-hmm. and they were having problems with the routes, and they weren't catching, and every announcer, every game was saying, "Oh, well, they're new to the to the system, you know, the the team and the system, and the, it'll take a while to get in sync, and blah blah." Well, then how come it wasn't that way for the Texas exactly. quarterback yes. today? How come suddenly they were in rules, sync with everybody? Yeah, suddenly those rules are are all gone, and and a a seasoned veteran receiver comes in and can't catch on, and it's oh well, that's that's understandable. And then a practice squad quarterback shows up and throws like crazy, and it's like, well, it's because it was his Super Bowl. It's like, no. No, 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 no. If the receivers can't come in and excel, then how are we supposed to believe this quarterback came in and excelled? Put it's all because the... the Chiefs' defense sucked ass. Yes. That's why he excelled. It wasn't his Super Bowl. No, 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 no. I and agree with is... you on this bullshit call. This is... Yeah, the 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 apologists and the excusers are going to come jumping out of the woodwork and say, "Oh well, it was a big deal and they were due." And no, nope. Chiefs gave it away. Here, or tried gonna, to. I'm going to put a big check mark on this. Yep. There. <laughs> big. I call bullshit text mark. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. And. Um, Hopefully, with time and repetition, people will start recognizing the bullshit. Of course, all they're going to do is just come up with new bullshit. Yeah. And we'll all swallow that for a while. <laughs> yeah, fucking turf toe or something. Yeah. McDuffie had turf toe. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the other one? A neck stinger. Yeah. They could say a neck stinger, and the other guy looks perfectly fine. Oh, yeah, was a neck stinger. Well, no, you just don't want him to play for a while. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's like he 
he humped your sister or something, yeah. you know, and you're angry at him. And you... I'm sorry. It was kind of like this. Let's put this back into quarterback terms. That's a pretty good way of putting it. I'm sorry. I was like about this thought, and then I just caught that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. When when Mahomes is training under Miss, under Alex Smith, mm-hmm. there's a perfectly fine quarterback. He had the highest rating in the league, 103.4 or something like that, when they traded him yeah. to, the, to the then Redskins. Yeah. Okay. Now, they had no hesitation trading him. Why? Because they knew the guy they had was not a next dinger. Yes. This guy was the, <laughs> the guy that was going to do it. Yep. And he was, and he is. Okay. So and he's the reason the Chiefs won today, because yeah. he was so pissed off that he dragged everyone with him. Yes, and the reason he well, even though he threw uh, three interceptions, uh, he was probably the reason they won the Denver game too. Yeah, you know he's the type of guy that's like, get on my back, you fucking crawling idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. So some perfume in here that doesn't agree with me. Uh, yeah, I think it's that fucking one that's wearing the pajama bottoms yeah. over there. I know the perfume industry is pretty powerful, but I mean they if, both left for like forty minutes and then they came back. Yeah. I mean, Quickie I, in the car, you think? Hey, maybe. <laughs> oh, I bet you they have a room here. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's probably it. I thought they left and then all of a sudden I look over there and there they are again. Hmm. So you have the. I know the perfume industry is pretty pretty powerful, but uh, if the tobacco industry can be dinged for secondhand smoke, mm-hmm. and they can ban smoking, I think they ought to. You know, this cologne and perfume say, "Hey, this is second secondhand stink," and it's making my eyes water and People my stomach with asthma, twist. People fucks them up. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you shouldn't be allowed to walk into a room and make everyone smell your scent. That's, I agree. That's just wrong. You know? Unless it's gas. You should <laughs> yeah. be allowed to do that. You should be allowed to mark your territory. There you go. Yes. But, yeah, some of these perfumes are just like, oh, oh how bad do you smell that this is an improvement? <laughs> <laughs> we also call bullshit on the perfume industry. Yes. And, of course, this time of year is, you know, when you see perfume ads. You don't see them all year long. And no. then all of a sudden these... Now all of a sudden they got the guy near the crystal blue water yeah. with the pecs and yeah. the fucking, and the ten pack. And then the chick that <laughs> stares at him from afar in the mountain. These incomprehensible perfume commercials. Yeah. They don't mean anything and they're not supposed to all mean anything. All of a sudden anything. it's just it's a just... flash and he's over there next to her on the mountaintop. Yeah. I would... I would yeah. I might be scared to know, but I think I would like to know what kind of subliminal messages are being sent during those perfume ads. It means you're king of the mountain and you got the hot chick if you wear this. I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Anyhow. A constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. I was uh, interested to see the other day that uh, there was uh, a commercial out now for Domino's, 
that is strictly polishing the brand. And it has uh, it, it's a commercial for uh, their delivery vehicles being electric powered. Mm. And the commercial shows the you know the car being hit with a lightning bolt and oh, changing yeah. into a Domino's. And then that chick with the her chick hair. with the lightning yeah, in their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the electric vehicle. Let's look at it. Does it make the pizza get there faster? No. Is the pizza hotter or fresher when it gets there? No. Does the pizza taste better because the vehicle is electric? No. Does the pizza cost less? No. Are there more variety? We go on and on. No, but that's true. the electric vehicle does absolutely nothing to change the product that you're buying, paying for, and getting. I got a theory. The commercial, all it's there to do is polish the brand of Domino's. Make it nice and squeaky clean and shiny and make you love it. And to make you feel good. Uh-huh. You can order Domino's pizza and not hurt the environment. Uh-huh. Therefore, you're a good person. Yep. You see all those um, um, you see all those little squirrels running around? Mm. The reason they're running around is because Domino's does not pollute the atmosphere. And it gets to the point where you feel, I should order Domino's pizza even more often so I'm actually helping the environment by having them drive out in electric vehicles no you're not you're no. really not what powers the electrical vehicles coal-fired plants for the most part yeah 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 and then of course there's all the greenhouse gases and carbon emission from manufacturing that vehicle yes and then if you're ordering more pizzas that means they're actually spending more electricity which means burning more coal so you see how stupid this mm -hmm. quickly gets. yes but then i started noticing polishing the brand just within tv shows and it's it's very much evident in these home renovation shows mm -hmm. um or what what's what's been called you know white people fixing houses because <laughs> that's what it is it's it always is. a white couple you know it's a big oafish guy Mm -hmm. Who does all the actual physical the hard work, yeah. and then the 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 hot chick who does the, the design and the decorating. And she usually and has a gay best friend that comes in and goes, yeah. "Oh, let me show you how to do this." And then I, she yeah. treats the the husband like an idiot, you know, and yeah. puts him down. And but and the ridiculous part is, you know, all the stuff the woman does is temporary just to make the house look nice for the yeah. cameras and then they move all that shit out and the people's real furnishings come in. Yes. So what she does basically is pointless. Worthless. Yeah. yeah. But you start watching the show and they'll have a little segment where the guys, you know, building a cabinet and then they have a segment when the girl where the, you know, the woman is is selecting fabrics or or getting a mirror frame or something. And, you know, all that is actually going towards renovating the house. But then you have the segments where they're they're in the backyard playing with their children. Mm -hmm. Or the segment where they're they're driving through the countryside and looking out the window. Yeah, know, I love that one. And they it's show like, the kids looking out uh -huh. and seeing these trees and meadows. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. That's all <laughs> polishing the brand right yes, in front of your face. You know, you're tuning in wanting to see them fix this place up. And they spend half the oh, show tell me if you notice polishing themselves, and and this this goes towards you know they come out with a line of cookware or a line mm -hmm. of dish towels or something, and then they even have like uh, they name drop so 
major retailers. I think it was Lowe's. Oh, yes, yes. They, I heard, yeah, I went down to Lowe's, and they had these certain types of boards. Yeah. Well, that made you think that Lowe's is the only one that has them, when all of them do. Yeah, and you really like these people who fix up this house because they're sweet and they have these cute kids. Yes. So you like Lowe's, too. Yes. And you're being manipulated. Yeah, I noticed that the other day. I was just like, I was actually writing out some uh, uh. material, which we may not get to on this podcast but uh-huh. uh, anyhow um i was writing out some material and it's kind of like background noise and i heard the guy goes yeah lowe's has these um it was um the uh what is the polyurethane type of board sir the was it polyurethane no polyethylene or something okay yeah there's the, a plastic plastic yeah and there's and melamine talking, and... yeah yeah they do it for like uh, fascia boards and stuff like that. Yeah. The non-rotting. Yeah. They said, yeah, Lowe's has a great variety of these boards I found. And and he's like, kind of like showing them and go, yeah, uh-huh. these are great for fascia and they're great for the corner boards that might get a lot of water. And I was like, that's a fucking commercial. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. It was the first time that I noticed because I was writing out some stuff along these lines about sell, 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 sell up your ass. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden that came on, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to try <laughs> to make a little copy of that in my head, and I did, because you started talking about mm-hmm. polishing the brand. That's a great example right there, too. Yeah, and you, you'll notice a lot of the NFL commentary if you watch the, uh, the TV broadcast and listen to the TV commentary. There's a lot of polishing the NFL brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, my um, God, there's so much, yeah. All of the different sponsors, they'll come back from a commercial break, and they'll be they'll be still talking about how cute and clever and neat that commercial was that we all just saw. Yeah, you know that's that's a continued commercial, and of, you know there's no regulations that say they can't do that, but it's they're polishing their own brand right in front of you. You know, mm-hmm. watch while we wipe the shit off. There, isn't it nice and clean? No, I saw the shit that was on there three seconds ago, dude. <laughs> you know, you can polish it all you want, but I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, when you start recognizing when they're just, you know, stroking themselves and, and, and saying, look how sweet and wonderful we are, don't you love us? It just it just pops out everywhere. It's just that's like half the content you see. Yeah. Ugh. And then your your product placement thing. I, I noticed a show the other day. There's there was a character who's had a laptop, and the laptop always gives her problems. A key sticks. The screen freezes. It's got outdated software, and of course, there's absolutely no logo on it. Well, there's yeah. a, there's an art there's a, a fictitious logo on it. You know. But when you watch a TV uh, TV show and you can see the brand logo and name, guaranteed it's going to work flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed, um, let's see, um, well, there's, I noticed in the 80s when Pepsi was doing the challenge uh-huh. push, all these shows then had Pepsis in plain sight. And there was a Superman movie where he, th- during a fight scene, he threw the villain into the side of the semi, and the whole side of the semi was the Pepsi logo. Yes. Yeah. So they were paying heavily for product yeah. placement. But I noticed the ones that didn't do it, was it like, maybe it was Roseanne? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, John Goodman's character... Uh, Dan? Dan. Yeah. yeah. Dan was drinking a beer. And it was basically a Budweiser can 
with a little strip of tape over it that said beer. Yeah, I've seen those on that '70s show. Yeah, it maybe was clearly it was a Budweiser can. Yeah, it might have been '70s show. Yeah, one of those shows altered. like that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, what? Everyone knows what it is. Yep. but they didn't pay for it. Yeah, they don't want to have to pay Budweiser to use yeah. their their product thing. There was a, another show I saw. Um, I think uh, it, was, it was House that was the name of the show. That that doctor show. Um, I think the final episode was somewhere around 2010 or so. Um, the final season, I usually don't watch because it's not as good as the other seasons. But the yeah. the product placement started getting pretty excessive in that final season. They were getting their money and running, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were milking the cow for everything you could get. There was a scene where two of the doctors were going to go look at to search somebody's house for, you know, toxins or residue or whatever. To see what happened to yeah. them. Now, that, that was a fairly common thing during the show. And they never showed the car trip. It was always, you know, bink, next scene, they're there. Um, sometimes, you know, show them outside trying to break in or whatever. But in this episode, they showed the two characters sitting in this just beautiful, gorgeous, brand new car tooling down the beautiful well manicured road with perfect pavement and they were sitting there for a bit and then one turned to the other and said I, I like this car it's it's neat when I when I turn the corner it's it slows down a couple of the wheels to make sure I corner safely and then the other character said <laughs> and, yeah, and the other character was saying why are you telling me this and she, well I'm just trying to fill the awkward silence and then the next scene shows the car pulling up with the Ford logo front and center plain view right there filling the screen that is such fucking sneakery there was absolutely no reason for that scene to be in there except to promote the Ford vehicle and they paid a lot of money to do that yeah and they just plunk it right down into the middle of your TV show a paid advertisement, a paid commercial, and apparently we're okay with it. Well, eventually our entertainment will be nothing but advertisement. Remember, and e. we're going to be okay with it because we are now, apparently. Well, a lot of this started with ET, extraterrestrial, the movie, the Back extra in, testicle, extra testicle. That was Cheetah Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that was a classic. I'm yeah. extra testicle. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that Spielberg's I can make fun of, I, I will make oh, fun yeah. of. Oh, yeah. That guy's so full of himself. What did E.T. love to eat? Reese's Pieces. Yes. Why was that? Because they paid him a fucking lot of money for uh -huh. him to eat those. That's what he loved. It was, you And know, guess what boomed after that? Guess what you saw everywhere? Uh, Reese's Pieces. It would have been M&M's if, if they had wanted to pay more. yeah. Oh, and maybe they're the same candy company, and they just thought Reese's, Reese's Pieces needed a boost. They needed a boost, probably. But, you know, yeah. it, it could have been... m uh, Mars. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I'm not even going to look it up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it could have been, you know, Oreos. Yeah. If, if the Oreo Nabisco, Nabisco or whatever yeah. had been willing to pay enough. Yeah. It, it didn't matter. It had nothing to do with the storyline. It was just, here is a money-making opportunity... Reese's might have came the to them and said, "Hey, yeah, we understand about Spielberg's new movie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how about if you give us a part in it and 
we'll give you this many millions or billion or whatever, probably millions. You know. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, well, our main character is going to be eating uh, Reese's Pieces, and that's what they love. Yeah. So. And even before product placement, it was merchandising. Yeah. Uh, Go you, ahead. I know what you're talking. Do you remember yeah. the movie Gremlins? Mm-hmm. Um. They had toy manufacturers lined up to make the Gremlin toys for sale, um, and it was it was going to be a Christmas movie. And it, the toys were going to hit, you know, in time for Christmas shopping. Um, so the film, you know, there are Christmas elements in the movie. You know, it's kind of a Christmas time movie. Uh huh. But the toy manufacturers weren't ready. Yeah. So they delayed the opening of the film until the toy manufacturers were ready with the product. Then they released the movie. <laughs> the merchandising wasn't quite ready yet. So, to hell with releasing our finished product in Christmas when it's a Christmas movie. No, we'll wait till springtime. You know, give them a couple months to make a, a whole bunch of these, you know, cheap little toys. Okay, now we'll release our giant commercial on the public. Well, how about the Happy Meal? Yeah. And how it always offered the new uh, movie toy. Yeah. There's always the movie like tie Like Jurassic the Park, toy. there's like a little dinosaur. Uh-huh. Um, that, uh, Home Alone, it's like a little Macaulay Culkin or whatever, you know. The movie studios were lying up on their knees to get their toy into the Happy Meal. Yeah. Yeah. They McDonald's probably got the toys for free. Yeah, I'm just sure. Just to promote the movie. It's, you know, it's like the people who perform during halftime at the Super Bowl. They have to pay for the privilege. Yes. That's been going on a lot longer than people think, too. Yeah, it really has. It wasn't widely known until the last maybe five years. Yeah. Yeah, you have to pay for that, right? Yep. And then, you know, they'll they'll sell it to one person and then they'll and then you know how they say, "Oh, so and so has now been added on to the half cost." That's because they paid the person. Yes. Yeah. You know, the named celebrity gets the halftime show and they take on all the financial burden. Then they start selling shares off it to other entertainers. Yeah. They get 5 or 10 minutes or three minutes or whatever, and they pay a few of the million dollars. And also... So it's not like, ooh, we've talked them into it. No, they no. paid for it too. <laughs> yes, and uh, opening acts, a majority of opening acts anymore pay for play. Yeah, they pay for the honor of playing in front of you and, yeah. pay, and playing their before is, the main act. Their hopes is if they play, like, let's say The Who is going on another final tour. Yeah. And there's this new band called... The Ramsackers, okay? <laughs> so the Ramsackers want to be uh, known in the same notoriety as the Who. Yeah. So people that don't realize, which is most people that they paid for that, all of a sudden go, whoa, the Ramsackers, the Ramsackers are opening up for the Who. They must kick ass. Uh-huh. And then the Who, because they're getting paid for it, they come out, hey, everybody, let's give a hand for the Ramsackers. Didn't they sound great? Uh-huh. Ah. And all that is in the contract that everyone signed. Yes. It's all, re it's all just, you know, reading lines off the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, the Who would never mention the Ramsackers. Yeah. There's so much of our youth that we thought was genuine and sincere <laughs> yeah. was, that was just bullshit being shoveled right at our faces. Mm-hmm. It's just it was just stunning. like uh, we were talking about earlier before we got on the podcast about how the beautiful people 
are uh-huh. put in the front couple of rows. Yeah. So they can film it. Yeah, yeah. It was an Ario Speedwagon concert video that I saw, and you know the the people right at the front of the stage were beautiful young people in their 20s and maybe early 30s. We all know that's not Oreo's demographic. No, no. You know, wheelchairs and fucking oxygen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all these beautiful people, especially the beautiful women for you know, Kevin Cronin to sing to, they were hired to be there and be right in front and dance and grin constantly like they're having the time of their lives. They don't know any of the songs. And, you know, you'll see a clip of them mouthing the words. That's filmed beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, they set it up and say, here's the line. You know, here's how you sing it. And they, they do the lip sync. You know, it's all pre-production or post-production. Because these people don't know the music. They've been hired to stand there and look beautiful. And it makes yes. the video sell better. You well, know, if I were in the front row, nobody would want to see my face. I know here. that. <laughs> They'd be like, why did you put that fucking... Uh, Look at that douchebag. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's one of those two douchebags. Get him yeah. off of there right now. You, just, you guys just lost like a thousand I, in album sales. I found this out in 1985, uh, Ultimate Sin Tour Aussie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I was in the um, Bark at the Moon live video off of uh, the Ultimate Sin um, CD uh-huh. or, or whatever um, VHS tape at the time. Excuse me, yeah. Okay. So this is 85, like I said, and Ozzy came out with a live one, and I was in it howling, and anyone that saw, that is friends with me on Facebook saw this, because I had a friend of mine post it, of Uh me howling and all that, okay. Well, this is where I found this out. Metallica was opening up for him. Uh Uh-huh. Cliff Burton was still alive. He had not died yet in Sweden or wherever, wherever they ran off the road and all that. Okay. And Master of Puppets just came out. You said master. Master. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, had to be Beavis no, there for a cool. second. Master of Puppets to me was the best album Metallica ever done. And um, and uh, the second one would be Ride the Lightning, which would be their second album. And Kill Em All would be the third one. And then everything else. The Black Album was cool, but not great. And all that. And uh, Aunt Justice was cool, but not great. What about and now they just suck Anger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or what's the new one that's fucking horrible, too? Oh. St. Anger was one. This is... It's got some <coughs> Latin-sounding name. Yeah, Lux yeah. Eterna or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. Fucking... Well, anyhow. <coughs> this one, Metallica, was putting out fucking really good music, okay? Yeah. And um, Master of Puppets just came out. So, anyhow, I knew MTV was going to be there. Yeah. And I was up really close because I waited all night down to 7th Heaven uh, in line to get tickets. I got, like, 7th row. Yeah. So, I'm up there in the seventh row where they where they like were filming us howling and doing. I, I had long hair. I fit the bill perfectly. Yeah. I actually looked like Ozzy. I used to look a lot like Ozzy with cool. my hair long, and everyone used to call me Ozzy all the time. But not so much now since I, you know. But yeah. But anyhow, without long hair and with the with the beard and everything, I don't look like him. But I, yeah. you know. So anyhow, that being said. They, uh, you know, they had us to do there, but I noticed, I look at the front row, and there's this lady with one of those little clip thing, you know, cut, you know, oh, all that. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She had one of those in her hands. She goes, okay, you, you go that way, you go that way. She made the whole entire first three rows go to left and the right, and they inserted people in there. Yeah. And they were all good looking. Uh, A lot of really uh-huh. hot females. 
some good-looking square-jawed guys. Dressed in all the Yeah, dressed in the Aussie gear. shirts yeah, and uh-huh. all that. Spiked metal. So yeah, they, yeah. Yes, that was what they wanted on, on screen. Yeah. And I was like, what they the fuck was that? They didn't want the real that? people. And then they filmed like three songs, mm-hmm. and then they all left, and everyone came back to their proper places. And I was like, what the fuck? Jeez. At least I got in there howling. Yeah. Yep. But the only reason I got in there howling is because I looked like a rocker. <laughs> yeah. So, if I didn't look like a rocker, I would have never made it mm. in there. But anyhow, you know what? I'll try to look it up and yeah. not to pat myself on the back, but whoever didn't sit, we'll see it again. Yeah. So, uh, Do you anyhow. remember the uh, the Bruce Springsteen video for Dancing in the Dark? Yeah, barely. He, but yeah, he 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 pulls a girl out of the audience and yes, yeah, he stage. starts dancing yeah. with her. Okay, that was Courtney Cox, who was on Friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Bruce Springsteen's management, whoever set up that stunt, would have been perfectly happy if Courtney Cox had never made it as an actress, because you know she was hired to be there. They rehearsed the dance thing, you know, beforehand with with Bruce and everything, and she was planted in the audience, and the cameras were there set up ready. The whole thing was was a setup for the video. Yeah. But they played it as, oh, look, he just pulled some random girl, and look how great this looks. Yeah. And they sold the lie that it was just, you know, something spontaneous, and it would have worked if Courtney Cox had never made a career and just faded into obscurity. Mm-hmm. But she became very well known on Friends. Is like, oh, you're yeah. that girl from the video. So you're an actress, huh? And then the whole truth came out. Well, yeah, we set the whole thing up, and it was all scripted. And yeah, <laughs> see, yeah. we've been fed this bullshit all of our lives. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. You know, I've never the... been. I never been on the Bruce Springsteen yeah. thing. They may love him on the East Coast, but I think he is talented. But not that talented. Yeah, a little goes a long way for me. I ain't got nothing to say. I go to bed feeling the same. Nothing about it mm, is. Yeah, there's there's a lot of you know he he rips himself off constantly. Yes, and exactly you know, what I was trying that, to illustrate with that right yeah, there. For some people, they don't mind, but for me, it's just like nah. I've heard this. I, I yeah. need something fresh, something new. The only time I ever went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, the top floor, I think, mm-hmm. the fourth floor maybe, um, is a rotating exhibit. They change it every year. Uh-huh. And the year I went just happened to be Bruce Springsteen. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh shit, is that guy going to play piano over there? <laughs> oh, look, it doesn't work. He's, <laughs> he's pushing the keys and it doesn't work. It's just a prop. He was going to fuck up our podcast, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bag. Can you imagine some drunk ass get over there? He's had like five drinks and he gets over and starts banging on the <laughs> piano. For it. Well, I don't know. I thought the guy was actually over there eating and drinking. Yeah. So, I mean, was he the guy that went over there and they just don't have it plugged in? No, I just I was just imagining if they had it just, you know, ready for available for anybody, then you get all sorts of drunk weirdos running up there to bang on the piano disturbing well, everybody's evening. The thing I'm saying is I think that, that guy wasn't authorized to do it. Oh, I was looking at the way he was dressed and thought oh, he no, was no, hired look, to look, play. Look, look, look. They're walking him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it wouldn't work. It's yeah. not a, yeah, it's probably not even plugged in, nothing. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, you know? Try to fuck up our podcast. <laughs> That's another example of a uh, little, little trickery. You'll see these performers on stage with this big, beautiful grand piano. Mm-hmm. It's just a shell. There's an electronic keyboard built into it. So they're playing a digital piano, and the rest that you see is just a shell. So, you know, a real piano, it's really heavy to move yeah. from place to place. Yeah. you got to tune it. It could break. One of the strings could snap Remember, at any moment. you could tune a, pi- a piano, but, but you, you can't, can't tune, tune a fish. fish. Yes, exactly. Anyhow, go ahead. I'm sorry. Had so, to. So, you know, you'll see on a lot of these videos, if the, if the camera pans around enough, you'll see it's a fake piano, and the guy is playing a digital piano keyboard that's plugged in just like in the other electronic instrument. So... The, the the big grand piano shell looks nice, but it's it's like the big amp stacks that are there for show, and there's really now, only one speaker that's. Active. Here's what I want to know: Did Liberace <laughs> always play a grand piano because he was so meticulous, or not? I only ever saw him on those on those grands. I think that he probably really only did play the grand piano. Yeah. If you don't know who Liberace is, look it up. Yeah. It, his name kind of looks like licorice, but it isn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it's amazing to to think that at the time there C-H-E was C H E would be the end of it. It's an Italian name, so anyhow. At the time there was there was debate and question over his sexuality, whereas oh, now it's yeah. like obviously gay. That very was gay. that was so stupid that there was ever a question. <laughs> That guy was so flamboyant. He made uh, he made Charles Nelson Riley look like uh, um, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, he was marketed. Liberace was marketed to women, little old ladies. Yes, they know, loved L-O- him. LOLs, and they refused to believe he was gay. Yeah, they thought he was the most charming, sweet, wonderful man. And yeah, of course, they had no desire to have sex with anybody. So a gay man was perfect for him, but yeah. in their mind, they couldn't accept that he was gay. No, he was no, just no. He, he a was confirmed just bachelor. Yeah, which confirmed was the, bachelor. That was yeah. the, the code phrase at the time. Yeah, and so was Rock Hudson. Yes. Even though he was married to women, uh, a couple yeah. of women, wasn't he? Yeah, a couple of beards. A couple of beards, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, lost, um, I lost my train of thought when that waiter walked by. Oh, I know, yeah. Hey, where'd everybody go? Where the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells. 